well, uh, welcome to Diary of a Ghost, Entry 26. You see, it's kind of funny, because like right before I started recording, I was like, oh, entry number, I'm gonna say it's super easy, I'm gonna make a comment about how I came prepared, and then immediately forgot what I was doing. Anyway, uh, let me tell you about the night that I've had. It's really not that bad, but like, <laughs> it's still kind of annoying. So, um, I was supposed to go out tonight about like two hours ago or so, and I even was gonna like wear, I even put on this like dress that I'm not comfortable in. It's not that I'm uncomfortable in it, it's just that I'm not comfortable in it, you know, it's kind of like a neutral zone. Uh, but I looked really good at that, not gonna lie. Uh, and then uh, in the middle of getting ready, my last day answers her phone and family drama came up. Uh, yeah, family drama came up and basically it pissed me off, right? Unfortunate, unfortunate. It's annoying. It's like it's annoying. It's like it's not annoying. It's kind of just like uh, for me, you know, that I just I didn't get to go out like I wanted to. But it's annoying because I think I I just feel like like she gets taken advantage of unknowingly in her family because she does a lot. She carries a lot of the weight of their emotional burdens. Like I get it. She's like the eldest or whatever, and I understand that like coming from the eldest as. Uh, not the eldest, coming from an eldest. Um, I understand carrying the weight of your family. However, like, it just, it just seems, of course I'm an outsider, right? I don't know everything, yada yada, preface, whatever. It just seems like they can't handle their own issues. Like, they call her for everything, for like everything, and I'm just like, you guys couldn't talk this out yourselves. You guys couldn't talk about it yourselves. Because I do that too for my family, you know, like I solve issues. But it's not necessarily that I solve issues. I just explain what is going on and offer solutions. And I do that over the phone or in person. But in person is just when it's convenient, you know? Like, it's it just annoys me that she has to drop everything that she's doing to go fix whatever's going on. It's, it's essentially their problems. Yeah, it's her family, but it is essentially their problems. She's not a part of it. She's not included. <laughs> and that's the night I've had. I had a lot more to say earlier, but I think I already said it so much. I have nothing more to say about it. I didn't get food, though. My room now smells like fast food because um, I haven't eaten all day. And the... the Odder thing is, I didn't feel hungry. So if you haven't eaten today, please eat something, even if it's small, like a few almonds or crackers or lettuce. I don't know. Um, but it was weird because I didn't feel hungry, and so I didn't realize I hadn't eaten all day until my bestie was like, "Huh, I haven't eaten all day," and I was like, "Hmm, you know what? I've been with you pretty much all day, and I, I didn't eat all day either." Thinking about it. Yeah, so I guess we didn't get to go out, um, which happened the last time I tried going out too, is that I technically did leave the house, and technically did go a few places, but either they were flops, or, um, I couldn't get in with my company, so, 
it's just, I guess, in the cards. I'm not meant to leave my house. <laughs> Actually, I haven't been home for like the past week or so. So, there's that. And this house feels empty. So empty without me here. Uh, I've been watching Moon Knight. I'm not up to date, but I am on episode 3. Oh, I finished episode 3, so technically I'm on episode 4. Uh, which just released, I think, this week. Uh, it's pretty good. If you haven't seen it, I'm not gonna spoil it. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Anyway, um, that's pretty good. Uh, I like the way that they're telling the story. I don't really know what the story is exactly, but I like the way they're telling it. I I'm, I'm having fun following this little adventure here. Um, yeah, actually, I also saw this movie today called She's Dating the Gangster? Let me look that up real quick. It's a Filipino movie. It's on uh, American Netflix. Moment. It is in Filipino with English subtitles. But there are some words and phrases that are said in English, which the subtitles don't tell you. And that did get annoying because I was like switching from reading the subtitles to like trying to read their lips. Which uh, was a bit annoying, but uh, she's dating the gangster. Apparently, it's based on a book as well. Um, and I forgot where all of my freaking keys are. She's dating gangster. Yeah, it came out in 2014. Let me redo. Excuse me. The summary. That's actually pretty good. And there are some cringe parts. There are some parts where I'm like, oh, that's terrible, but it's cute. Or like, oh, that's that's awful, but it's cute. Or like, it's actually a genuinely good movie. Okay. 17-year-old Athena Dizon unwittingly plays a trick on resident heartthrob and bad boy Kenji de los Reyes. All of a sudden, she finds herself pretending to be his girlfriend to make an ex jealous. However, she falls in love with him. It's actually really cute. It's a typical, not typical, but it's got that trope of, um, like dating, you know, to get somebody else to, uh, fall back in love with you or fall in love with you. And it's actually really, really cute. In my opinion, the male lead is not, not as hot as they try to make him seem. But I'm sure he's very hot, um, perhaps by Filipino standards. I am American, born and raised here, and have never left the country. So uh, my ideas are a bit Americanized, for lack of a better term. But it is a really cool movie, actually. I did enjoy it. And if you have the time, because you have to read it, unless you understand Filipino, which I think is a language it said Filipino with subtitles or, um but I believe that's the language uh you should give it a shot you should give it a try if you like watching k-dramas it's kind of kind of written like a k-drama except it's less dramatic with the acting and the things that happen seem a little more plausible <laughs> oh, but um 
yeah it's it's pretty cool it's a good movie i think the the twists quote unquote they're not exactly twists uh are threaded in really nicely i think they're it's a pretty cohesive and easy to understand story and it's also like It's a cute movie, but it's it will. I don't know if it's a cute movie overall, but like there are a lot of cute moments where it's just like, oh, <laughs> that was awful. Should have done that, but that was really adorable. You know, like stuff like that. Um, I also watched Girl Interrupted, which if you haven't seen it, maybe don't watch it. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. It's it's actually a pretty good movie. It's just that it put me in a very strange mental state and I have a pretty strong um mental state overall right uh yesterday not yesterday uh, I don't actually remember when I recorded that but the last recording uh entry 25 question mark one right before this one is after I finished watching it no I don't think I had finished watching it but I did have to take several breaks while watching that movie just because I don't know like something about the way it is um or something about it just in general just it really put me in a very vulnerable headspace and really um if you're not ready for that don't watch it but if you're kind of maybe you've been wanting to cry but you can't seem to cry or wanting to let things out but you can't seem to figure how to let them out you might want to give the movie a shot um it's about this it's actually based on a memoir if you don't know what a memoir is it's basically a true story of somebody's life but it's not like exactly like an autobiography it's simply about a point in someone's life um let me see if I can look it up. For some reason, now I have my light on, right? Which I typically don't have my light on anymore. But um, I think I'm gonna turn it off. I just want to like for some reason. Like they're just like I don't know, like phasing out or something. Um, girl, interrupted. Yeah, it's a 1999 film. But, uh, it's also a... Whoa. Let me read you the synopsis. It's got Winona Ryder and Angelina Jolie. I don't know if you've seen those photos of a blonde Angelina Jolie looking a little crazy in a white tank top. Or, um, quotes. You've probably seen a lot of quotes from Angelina Jolie. Um, character in this movie, Lisa, is the character's name. <laughs> okay. So the synopsis is set in the changing world of the late 1960s. Girl Interrupted is the searing true story of Susanna Kaysen, a young woman who finds herself at a renowned mental institution for troubled young women, where she must choose between the world of people who belong on the inside, like the seductive and dangerous Lisa, or the often difficult world of reality on the outside. Uh, it's obviously a heavy it's a heavy topic movie um that it being set in a mental mental institution 
but it is a pretty good movie about two hours and seven minutes of your time will be spent watching this movie pretty good though i think it's the way it tells the story and the way we see things from susanna is very uh present in the in the filmography in the videography i guess and it, it really helps you sit in her head a little bit and i think it's great i think it's really great uh but yeah if you're, if you're not ready to be taken out of your comfort zone and placed bare in front of wherever you're watching this movie then perhaps don't watch it <laughs> I had just heard so much about it and I had remembered seeing a quote of Lisa's somewhere on the internet. And I was like, huh, that sounds fascinating. It was fascinating, just not exactly what I was expecting. I've been more into watching films lately for some reason, don't know. And, um,. It's 1313. It's been interesting to see films because, well, since I've been away, uh, there have been less people bothering me. <laughs> less people bothering me, which is nice. Then I could sit down and watch like two hour long films and not have to worry about being interrupted unless I wanted to be interrupted. I am supposed to do things, right? I don't know what those things are supposed to be. It's a little it's a little disheartening. I get a little discouraged when I can't figure it out and I can't talk to people about it because then they're going to give me advice that I already know or advice that I don't care about or advice I don't want. Sometimes I do miss the server. But the first iteration of the server that I encountered. 1414. Not the second. I miss things. 1441. I miss the way that things were for me. The way that I was. Not what things were for me. The way that I was. Sometimes just specific points of my past I kind of do miss. I've been dreaming of that. Um, I've been dreaming of these two friends of mine from way back, and I don't know why. I don't know why, because I see them in my dreams, and even I am excited to see them in my dreams. But these versions of my friends probably don't exist anymore. I know for sure one of them doesn't exist anymore. And it's, it's so annoying and sad to be longing for the past obviously that's the past I can't go back there I don't have any recordings or um anything that I could relive the past for a moment so it's just in my head it's kind of sad <laughs> it's a little sad for me anyway I think it's a little sad I don't I don't know how to fix it but I don't I'm not in a rush that's, that's what I'm feeling recently is not being in a rush. I know that someday I'm gonna think back like, oh, I should have fixed this, I should have done that, and I will uh, still not care then. Oh boy, still not care then. I 
want to think about the future. Not for at least like a good week or so. <laughs> I don't want to think about the future. I don't really want to think about the past. I don't want to think about the present all that much either. I just want to go with the flow 1616 and not worry. You ever like, for those of you that have slime in a pool, like a, like a, some people even do it in lakes and oceans and stuff. I am not as brave as you. Um, where you just kind of flow on the top of the water. Like you let your body, you relax your body, and you just float with the current of the water. And you can just feel the sun heating your skin, warming it up, and the cool water is all around you, and clouds that cast over and shade the sunlight every now and again. And you just feel at peace. A little bliss completely letting go and just going wherever water takes you I want that I want that again when will I be able to have that I don't know but I really feel like I can have it you know like it's it's something I can have I just don't know how to have it feel completely comfortable in almost any space of mine except you know nowhere never mind <laughs> I don't even know any place I've been I don't feel entirely comfortable even home doesn't feel too comfortable I can't sit and exist here and if I can't sit and exist in my own home then I can't really sit and exist anywhere else and that's a little sad it's a little disheartening as I guess as a theme it's, it's sad and it's disheartening see I kind of want to fall in love but I know it's a process and I fall in love very quickly <laughs> not necessarily forever eternal love but you fall fast and I fall hard and I fall deeply and it's really difficult to get me out of those waters when uh, when the person I've fallen for is just not it. It's a difficult task to get me to do anything that requires me falling and let go or losing control. That's actually why I like drinking is because I don't have to worry. Because I won't allow myself to worry. My, my intoxicated brain won't be like, ah, we should think about this right now. No, no, that's future me's problem. That's that's sober me's issue. They can deal with it then. You know, that's, that's 1919. That's what I like about drinking is being able to let go. I don't like forgetting. To be honest with you, I really don't like forgetting. Uh, there are some things that I wish I could forget, but I just, I know I don't like forgetting so much that I won't even really try to forget them. It's, the reason why I drink is to let go. I'm so tense and uptight, quote-unquote, uh, all the time. Although I'm a very chill person, I'm very guarded all the time. 
It's kind of funny because my my friend's roommate. I think it was yesterday, maybe. He was like, "I know everything about you." No, you've told me everything about you. And I was like, "You do not know everything about me. I've I've told you a lot of things, but you don't know everything about me." And I really wish I hadn't made that comment because that's something I use. Like I try not to be conscious of is giving information out like that like just basic like past memories or my favorite color your type of shoes to wear like i try not to be conscious of that because i i was really raised um by their rather intentional or not believe I'd be attacked. I think I may have already mentioned this, but I don't remember, so. <laughs> uh, to me, that I would be attacked that I couldn't trust anybody um, but family. Which isn't true, honestly. Family isn't just family, you know? Family is, well, people that not only you care about, but also care about you. <laughs> like, I have blood family that by blood relation we are family according to the government and i have the people i actually call family which don't only include people i am blood related to and i feel like that that is becoming more popular a more popular belief of that family is not blood did you know that the quote, I guess. (laughs) I guess it's a quote of blood is thicker than water is the blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the womb. Literally saying that uh, the people you surround yourself with intentionally, well, loosely saying the people that that you intentionally surround yourself with are more important than just the people that you've been born into this world with. Or that have been born into this world with you. Familial ties are not as important as a lot of older generations do, 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 would have us believe. It is important to have people that would back you, people that would support you, people that love and care about you. But that is not always your blood family. Unfortunately, the people that you think should be supporting you aren't supporting you, and the people you wouldn't expect to support you or don't think should be supporting you are. It's it's a matter of perspective and a matter of uh, our non-academic education that we've developed over the years. See, in America, we have a lot of movies. Uh, you've probably seen them, not in America. Um where teens run away from their homes. And the reason why they were, I mean, I'm sure there's movies like that in other countries, I just haven't seen them. Um, they run away from their homes um, because of the way that they are treated in their homes. Some of them are heavily abused, some of them are lightly abused, some of them aren't abused at all, but just are not supported. I feel like it should be not that I advocate for teens running away from home. Home, quote-unquote, I guess. <laughs> but it should be... 
think there should be more sympathy for people like that. One of my favorite songs is by The Front Bottoms. Uh, I believe it is Backflip. I love this song. Right with Twin Size Matters, which I absolutely, absolutely love. Backflip. can't believe it didn't pop up. What did I say they're called? The Front Bottoms? just look let me pull up those lyrics because there's a specific um part that i really wanted to talk about it's on tiktok well it was popping off on tiktok for a while um i liked this song before then (laughs) if that's any importance Maybe it's not this song. It might be Twin Size Mattress. Um, okay. Wow, okay, it wasn't this one. It was Twin Size Mattress, and I made myself feel like it wasn't Twin Size Mattress. I really, I really did that to myself. See, I know, I know what I'm talking about. I know I said all these songs, but like, I just, I thought it was Twin Size Mattress, and I was like, no, it's not Twin Size Mattress. It is indeed. Okay. Okay, so this part right here where it's like, it's no big surprise. You turned out this way when they closed their eyes and prayed you would change. And they cut your hair and sent you away. You stopped by my house the night you escaped. With tears in my eyes, I begged you to say, to stay. You said, hey man, I love you, but no effing way. I love this song so much, by the way. If you haven't heard it, please give it a listen. Please do. Um, And that part, that part, I just, that part really sits with me for some reason. Just, like, their family praying they'll change. Which, I mean, could really mean anything. And then cutting your hair could be metaphorically cutting your hair or like really symbolically cutting your hair because I know there are a lot of people that like it's just hair it's not it's not just hair and it's it's less to do with confidence than you think because some people yeah they're just really not confident with their hair shorter or their hair buzzed off like but it's it's spiritual too I learned this actually um, while talking to H once about, we were talking, well, it was in the group, we were talking about hair for some reason, and I talked about how long my hair is, and it's really long now, I was thinking about that today, earlier today too, and um, hair is a spiritual connection, uh, especially in women, it's, it's something I can't explain entirely, you should look it up though. (laughs) But it had something to do with being like the longer your hair is, the higher your like spiritual connection is, which I do believe. I would believe that for sure, because other than uh, I have to restart my computer. Okay, I'll I'll try to wrap this up. Um, other than. Let me see if I can save this real quick. I can't save it while I'm recording. Hold on.
Okay, so I saved what I have up until this will until it starts talking again, and then hopefully it won't restart without me knowing and finishing. So anyway, um, I guess I I still don't feel like I'm done though. I still don't feel like I'm done. I feel like I was supposed to say something else, but um, I'm really not sad on the inside, but it's a, it's a deep murky emotion I'm feeling at the moment really deep inside me and I think it's just a lot of unreleased unexpressed emotions kind of just like bubbling in the pot like a like a tar it's not exactly a tar it's, it's, it's a thick consistency and it's a dark color but I can't I can't quite figure it out um but hopefully I'll start writing again. I have like seven stories at the moment. I know you always say that. Um, I technically do, actually, I think. And I tried writing short stories, but it turns out it still takes me just as long to finish. <laughs> the regular ass novel, like why? But um, there's this one story that I'm very, very interested in. It's called A Mild Whaler. Um, oh, I dropped a dial on. Not that anybody will probably remember by the time that it's actually released. But uh, I'm very, very into it right now. About um, our main character who finds a, an angel in the mud. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I might just, I might just read it to you next time. I might just read it to you next time. And like what I have, I only have chap one chapter finished, but I'm kind of just in love with the idea at the moment. And at the moment, I mean literally this this moment as I speak, because I just remembered it exists. Well, I hope you guys are doing well. I don't even hope you're doing okay. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're thriving. I hope you're eating good foods in 30-30. I hope you're you're satisfied with the things that you have. I hope you appreciate it so deeply that it's just, it gives you magnitude for application just remembering that you have these things. And I hope that I will get to talk to you again. That's all well, God, so thank you. And I'll see you the next one.